1: Hello, listeners, at any time Hello. of the day that you are listening.
0: Yes, you've got me. I, I as the word good morning came out of my mouth, <laughs> I realized that despite the fact it's morning and it's three degrees where I'm sitting, it's not necessarily morning when you're listening to this, listeners. So good day to you.
1: How do you know they're having a good day?
0: <laughs> I'm wishing them a good day. <laughs> Please have a good day. It's Somebody. Been-
1: chilly here in Brisbane even this morning. Well, it's windy, that's the problem. It feels like the Eckers arrived.
0: Yes, is that on this year?
1: No. No, it's been <gasps> gentle, but you can buy the show bags apparently. I've uh neither been to the Ecker nor purchased a show bag. Uh so I don't think I'm missing anything.
0: Is is Uber Eats going to do dagwood dogs?
1: Actually, you can at several locations <laughs> get dagwood dogs and the strawberries and cream ice creams.
0: No way. Yep, <laughs>
1: nope, seriously. And people are going nuts for it, which I think is a bit cool. It's obviously very iconic.
0: Yes. Good old daggy dog, hey?
1: Daggy dog. I haven't had one of those since I was a kid either. I it's don't like, think it'd uh, agree with me anymore.
0: <laughs> Australian health food.
1: Oh, can you remember when your parents were when you were younger and your parents would complain at the end of the meal, oh, that was so rich, or geez, that didn't sit well or whatever, I'm I'm of that age now. It's terrible. All my friends around me are having those conversations after their dinners.
0: <laughs> so we don't want to talk about Dagwood Dogs much longer because I'm going to get the munchies, Coxie.
1: I was going to actually do a great Chucky Norris, but you've ruined it now.
0: Oh, well, we can back up. Hang on. Beep, beep, beep. No, they don't do that anymore. The, the reversing beep has changed.
1: No, it's really weird now. And rightly it's like, so. Shh,
0: shh, shh. It's like uh, Auntie Sh from the other week.
1: <laughs> I left are still sore from all the shushing.
0: <laughs> Speaking of hiding from problems, Coxie. That's where I was you going. Go.
1: You can't hide from your age forever, Warwick.
0: <laughs> that's a low blow.
1: Oh, I wasn't referring directly to you, but I will take that if that's where it landed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just lobbed a grenade. It's like, oh, yes, that landed in a great spot.
1: Well,. My friends and I have been hiding from our age, but no so have you apparently. So we'll leave it as you.
0: Yeah, thanks. You're um I I don't feel like hiding from my age, actually.
1: I'm um proudly forty four. What's wrong with being forty four or forty seven in your case? There you go about yeah, it on the thanks.
0: podcast. <laughs> you're proud to be forty four because it means you're younger than me.
1: <laughs> yes, but my husband's younger than me. So yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel pressure not to be 44 like i can actually change it
0: yeah i don't know i um i think i was more um not stressed perhaps but i think i was i was more affected about turning 30 than i was about turning 40 and now that i'm a little more than 40 thank you coxie uh, <laughs> <laughs> i i don't feel the need to hide my age
1: I actually uh, feel that every year is a gift now. I've reached that stage of my life where I get to reflect and realise how lucky I am to have another year. When you um, – is it Kelly Preston? The news broke of her passing away yesterday. She's only 57. Like I feel that at 44 I'm pretty privileged to have lived this yeah. long and hopefully have many years ahead of me. So yeah. while I joke about hiding from my age, I do not.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think – hiding from those things and you know, pretending it's not there or sticking our head in the sand about our age or and I guess, you know, at our age, Coxie, well at my age, um, health becomes even more of a focus and more important. Yes. Uh and so I've already been on a pretty uh solid health journey in the last ten years and I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I don't actually feel forty seven. Um and we won't make any jokes that go along with that. Will we Coxie? <laughs>
1: I'm biting but, my tongue just for you. Yes. I'll keep just my mouth shut. Bite
0: down hard, Coxie. Um, not so hard that you can't podcast with me anymore, though, because I think I'd lose most of the listeners. <laughs> it's just me.
1: I do not believe that.
0: Anyway, um, health becomes really important. I think, uh, you know, in your 40s, you start thinking about uh, the old middle age spread and avoiding that and making sure that, uh, you know, life continues on you know, in a fabulous, enjoyable way. So I'm pretty happy with that. Mm. Um, But I do see a scary number of people, to be honest, that they still have a big bucket of sand for their head when it comes to other issues in life, (laughs) mostly around business. And this is the Tradies in Business podcast. So... I guess we're talking about business and how to improve it and how to get more out of it, get what you want out of it, not necessarily more all the time. We'll just talk about more, more, more. I mm. think it's just get what you want out of it. Um, and the head in the sand approach is not great.
1: It's certainly easier
0: until you yourself, Kate. <laughs> it's very comfortable in the sand.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm not sure about comfortable, but <laughs> I think sometimes we put our head in the sand because the perception is there that it's easier. And yet when we take your head out of the sand and throw it into the pineapple, <laughs> you often realise that that short, sharp initial, ah, isn't as terrible as you think.
0: Yes, so many metaphors. Uh, <laughs> and we've we've done some sessions for our, our members recently, our premium members. So if you're listening to this and you're not a premium member and you have no idea what we're on about, or if you're one of those people that uh, I've come across a few lately that have joined the uh, premium level of access to uh, tradies in business, like the <laughs> that trade <voice>. desk. <laughs> that was my. Uh... Do you remember the the Demtel guy?
1: Yes, I do. What was his name? Tim.
0: Tim the Demtel man. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what Demtel was. I think it was cheap and nasty crap that nobody needed. But knives, lots of knives, got sucked into buying on the TV. Um, so my Demtel voice. But Trade Desk, Drawing Board, Tradepreneur. So these are the people who um, pony up, step up, and and play a bigger game, put some more skin in the game. So if you haven't uh, checked any of that stuff out, go have a look at the website. Um, but we've been having some great sessions with them in our premium members area about frogs and stop lists. And they're all tools and... I guess, strategies to get you pulling your head out of the sand, sitting down on that pineapple and getting it done?
1: We have been having a lot of these conversations and it's a repeated conversation. In fact, it's probably something we talk regularly to every tradie about that we deal with in one form or another, is the opportunity to jump right in feet first to whatever it is that you're putting off that you don't want to do. Because let's face it, in business we all do it. You and I have done it. Um, we try not to. We try to keep each other accountable so we don't. We try mm. to keep eating our frogs on a regular basis. But I think uh, as business owners particularly we get so busy that it's easier to put things off sometimes or the perception mm. is there that it's easier to put it off and yet yeah. all of a sudden we have a bigger problem that we now have to tackle that's far more complicated than it was in the beginning had we have just eaten the frog or sat on the pineapple and gotten gotten it over <laughs> and done with
0: how did we come up with this stuff,
1: Coxie? You, you're the pineapple man. You had No, a that great was great yours, I'm you sure. Pineapple. No, no, no. You had a lovely friend who had to give you a pineapple uh, right back when you were having some difficulty. Oh,
0: no. He was he was going to do something with an ads, but I think we, we sanitized it to a pineapple. <laughs> and also ads is really hard to say on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, easier is not always better. And I guess that's the, the thing. Avoiding our, our challenges, um, pretending they're not there, not looking at our cash flow, uh, you know, ignoring the, the bathroom scales or the, the BMI or whatever it is for health, if we sort of, if I circle around like the great grey shark, uh, G'day Tom, and just come back to that whole health thing. I think it's it's too easy just to ignore it and really delude ourselves into thinking that it'll be fine.
1: Well, I wonder how many of these problems – and, look, I can totally understand. Oh, cash flow was a big one for me. We never looked at our cash flow because it was always yucky. So rather than be proactive, take a look at it, feel the the discomfort of the pineapple and then actually make some educated choices around that – we'd put it off and then you'd fall into a great big slump where there wasn't enough money to pay the bills or you were falling short or there was an absolute flood and so you'd um, distribute it to some areas that you probably shouldn't have because you didn't know what was coming. There's a great example for me and I don't know that it was actually easier to ignore the problem or put my head in the sand because that problem would wake me up at three o'clock in the morning because I'd be Mm. worried about I don't know what's coming. I know there's a train wreck but I don't know what it looks like and yet, but running a simple report that would have taken me five to ten minutes and then yeah. sitting down and having a good, honest look at it could have prevented all that sleeplessness.
0: And yes, and when you look at it, then you can do something about it because otherwise it just continues to be one of those background stressors, those things that, as you say, Coxie, they wake you up at 3 a.m. or they they become another reason that you reach for the, the whiskey bottle every afternoon or the, the six-pack of beers. And you know there's so many things that we do to try and deal with that background noise. Yeah. Um, it's like someone <clears throat> three doors down with a a jackhammer going all day. it It just eventually it just wears you down. It makes you tired and and stressed and you can't think straight. Uh, and until you actually walk down the road and confront the dude with the jackhammer man there's a there's a obtuse metaphor <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't stop the noise and it's just going to wear you down so y- it is really hard to pull your head out of the sand and actually have a look at something that gets you feeling afraid or even more stressed but as uh, as my my darling wife keeps reminding me the only way through is through
1: isn't that the truth?
0: And these, Yeah, sorry, Coxie. These axioms sound so cute and simple and wonderful uh, on a podcast or in a book or on a meme or something like that, and they're actually true. <laughs> it's the crazy thing about it.
1: It is true. It's just that I guess we get stuck in putting our head in the sand, so we think we're avoiding it without thinking about all the other effects it's having on us. Mm. And so we think that we've managed to dodge a bullet for a period of time and yet somehow it surfaces as a bigger problem further down the track, whether it be conversation. A lot of our Trade Desk members and drawing board members are having some tougher conversations with some staff this week or the last couple of weeks actually. And it's not something that can be ignored Um, and yet – some of these things have been let go maybe far too long. Perhaps they could have been nipped in the bud. Maybe they couldn't have been. Maybe they needed to come to a head in the way they did. But those tricky conversations are one of those things that we all put off because they feel yucky. Nobody likes having to, I guess, counsel somebody through uh, an uncomfortable part of their job or their personality or a clash or whatever it might be. Mm. It's, it's be, it, The perception is there that it's easier to put it off and yet the problem just keeps mounting. If you don't nip it in the bud, it keeps mounting and mounting over time until it's a huge problem that can be very detrimental to the business. So I feel that many of us as business owners, I think this is a universal business thing, we ignore the frog as long as we possibly can until it's slimy and warty and disgusting and then we think, okay, I've got a nibble at it but it's really yucky by then and you could have just eaten it when it was a little
0: tadpole. Right. So... <laughs> Now we're eating tadpoles. How many metaphors can we cram into one episode, Coxie?
1: <laughs> well, wouldn't you rather eat a tadpole than a frog?
0: I – it would definitely be easier to swallow. Yes, a little bit more And I wouldn't caviar. notice it as much. <laughs> no. So, for me, off the back of your wonderful tadpole analogy uh, or metaphor, what is the right language for that, listeners? What, what, what's the right language for that, Nicole? I don't know. We should get a, a um someone who's really good with words on the show as a guest. <laughs> so
1: we have a um linguistic, ling- how do we I even say that? linguist. No, I'm not sure what the right word uh, is. A ling- linguist? Expert. Who's a previous client of ours who's on ABC Radio every week. Right. Professor Rolly Sussex. Lovely man.
0: Fair enough. Hmm. They would have been fascinating conversations.
1: They actually were, and he would be able to help us with the correct terminology here.
0: (laughs) I'll just pull out my lexicon so I can check that. (laughs) So eating tadpoles is easier than eating frogs. Pull your head out of the bucket of sand, um, sit on the pineapple, whatever you need to do, whatever works for you, hiding from the things that are just jackhammering away in the background and wearing you down doesn't change them, doesn't fix them, doesn't address them, isn't going to help you in seven years' time when you look back and realize that you're exactly where you were seven years ago, only you're a lot older and tireder, and perhaps a little fatter. So doing something about it sooner, like today, <laughs> is almost always the best medicine. And we, I think we all know that. I'm sure you know that, listeners, that Ripping off the Band-Aid, doing it now, facing up to your fears, all that stuff. You know these things and yet you still let it slide for whatever reasons. And I'm definitely not a psychologist and thank goodness for that because there would be a lot of mentally unwell people running around if I was. <laughs> but uh, I i think back to some of the things I've been stuck on in my life and some of the the greatest change happened when I actually was able to share that with somebody else. Yes. Just when I had someone else to language it to. Yep. Uh, sometimes that's you. Thank you for putting up with that, Coxie. Uh, <laughs> I hope, huh? Sometimes it's Mamiso. Um Occasionally it's a mate. It's been over the years, you know, I've even reached out to professionals yep. and paid to go and talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And uh, But doing that and actually putting it on the table and describing my pineapple or tadpole or jackhammer to someone else and defining it, all of a sudden it's like I feel like I can face it a little more or, or I'm more willing to face it. It's almost like we feel a little more supported. So I feel like that's one of the greatest things of – within the Tradies in Business community. And for those of you who are in the free group even, you would notice that. Um, and I saw some comments overnight on a post in uh, the Trade Desk actually where somebody r- reminded somebody else that, hey, that's what this group is for. You'll get positive comments, negative comments, you know, focus on what makes sense to you and take that away from here. Yeah, and, very much so. You know, and that's just a simple post in a in a Facebook group. So, I think one of the best things you can do, listeners, is if you've got any of those things jackhammering away in the background, is just share it with someone that you maybe trust. Obviously, we feel we've created a space where you can do that. Um, And it's amazing how it starts to break it down when we do that, Coxie.
1: Yeah, it's the old adage, isn't it? A problem shared is a problem halved or quartered or eighthed depending yeah. on the people you share it with but i feel like the part of this problem is it gets stuck in our head and becomes bigger than Ben-Hur rather than actually talking about what the issue is with those people that we trust and breaking it down into simple action steps it's like we say all the time typically we get stuck in our own way and rather than get out of our own way we make excuses or we ignore or we put our head in the sand and in fact we could just share that with somebody anybody that we trust and then might be an experience they can share right back at you. Well, actually, I went through that and that's how I dealt with it. Or, oh, my God, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm Now, know I'm not alone. How often do we hear that in the group?
0: Yeah. So
1: many times when we come, the 90-day planning session was a really good example of that. All of the feedback we had essentially said the same thing and that was it was fantastic to realize they weren't alone because we're all facing the same problems. There's plenty of people out there singing their um, successes, I suppose, but we don't share our problems or the frogs we have to eat or the issues that are coming up in our businesses because we're embarrassed or we feel shame or we feel fear around other people's reactions. And yet when we're vulnerable enough to do so, It's so empowering to understand that not only do I feel that way, but so do many other business owners or they have and this is how they got out of it. They might actually be able to share some tips to help you move through that process rather than being stuck with your head in the sand. But it Mm. takes your courage and getting out of your own way to do so.
0: Yeah, I wonder what it is, Nicole, if we're just, we're all too worried about what other people think and – yeah, you know, I just wonder why more people don't actually ask others for input or feedback. I just I think we're all so busy trying to make an impression.
1: Yes. I used to that if- think that it was that women were good at sharing these things and they're not. I can recall um being a young mother and I didn't like it. If I was really frank and my children know this, so I'm not I'm not um being nasty to them. I didn't like being a mother in the beginning. It was really, really hard, it was really tough. And you felt like you had to, I guess, live up to everybody else's expectations. And yet I felt like I was failing all of the time because it was just exhausting. It was hard work. The baby would cry. I didn't know what was wrong. I really didn't cope. And yet years later, when I was finally able to have discussions with my girlfriends, so many of them felt the same or went through something similar because we didn't share we were stuck in this this horrible merry-go-round of it being quite unpleasant at times and feeling like we were aliens. Like, I, I seriously thought there was something wrong with me. It was all my fault. How dare I not enjoy motherhood the way everybody <laughs> they do, right? Which yes. sounds ridiculous. Now, at 44, I sit back and I think, and all my children are on my screen, and I think that's <laughs> How is it that we weren't ever talking about that? It's the same in business. I did the same things in business. I never talked about things when they were going wrong. I never looked for support. I didn't share my problems and have them halved or quartered or eighthed. Instead, I sat with it and it got bigger and bigger and they would wake me up. In fact, I didn't sleep for a very long time. Mm. I was stupidly stuck in my own way rather than getting out of it and sharing those some those issues with somebody that I trusted and helping me find a way to eat the frog rather than just ignoring it and letting it build.
0: Yeah, and look, I'm not going to add anything to that other than if you're listening to this and you're thinking that any of this makes sense and that what Coxie and I are saying resonates with you and if you aren't a part of one of our – Groups, platforms, communities, however you want to describe it, just a bunch of people who are going through what you're going through. Even if you don't believe it, go and go and check it out and see if what we're saying is accurate because uh, between Coxie and I, we've got more than 20 years doing this and we've seen time and time again people actually realise that, hey, I'm not alone. Whatever your problem is, I guarantee someone else has gone through it or is going through it right now Mm. or there's someone else who knows someone who understands and can actually give you some perspective. And I think that's probably the the fancy way of of, uh, describing all of this or or languaging all of this is just in getting a different perspective. Um, Definitely you know other people can help you step outside of that rip your head out of the bucket of sand and see it a little differently from just a slightly different angle Um, and then you can you know make some changes yourself so go join any of our communities Um, probably the the best one to start with if you're a newbie to uh, to what we're doing here is the group at tradies in business on facebook Um, and if you're already a part of some of our uh, our groups and you're listening to this and thinking, yeah, I really need to step up and play a bigger game. Um, then we have some drawing boards r- almost ready to fire. Um, so this is uh, going out mid-July, um, probably in the next two or three weeks. We'll have some more boards open and ready for launch. And, um, and they are just absolutely rocking it, those uh, drawing board members um, in but basically just tight little communities.
1: Yeah. They're they're like their own little community, each little board. Yeah. Group of four to five, sometimes six business owners coming together on a weekly basis to share. And in that vulnerability and sharing, and we do some work to build the trust so that everybody feels comfortable, they're able to, I guess, distill some of their frogs and eat them pickled so they taste better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I don't know if we should go much longer with this episode because then we're pickling <laughs> frogs. So next thing we're going to be ripping out the blender and uh, just upsetting a whole bunch of people.
1: Okay, I'm not going with a frog smoothie. That's just too far. <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah, if if you feel like maybe you've been hiding from some things that could make a difference, have a chat to us. Um, Drop us a DM, join the group, have a look at the drawing board. Whatever it is you need to do, I guess my um, uh, request—I can't really make it a request, Nicole, because it's one way. But and I don't want it to be a challenge because that sounds really coachy and wanky. Um, but I just—I just ask you to do something, listeners. Do something.
1: Can we start with writing down what our frogs are? That's yeah. that's a reasonable challenge.
0: Yeah, Or a request
1: or I don't care what we call it, but can we just ask that everybody writes down what your frog is right now? Okay, if you're driving, maybe not right now, but when you stop. (laughs) If you could write down what your frog is, that's a great first step because from there you can then go on to share it and help find some solutions to your frog or how to cook it better, recipes maybe.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know what a frog is, after all of this, uh, drop us a message and we'll fill you in. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradesandbusiness.com.au.